Hola, soy Lola, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and I am the one that's leading you on this expedition because that's that's what I do. I, I lead us through this journey of finding our way through the business because that's that's what I like. I like to do this because I'm still young in the game too. But this is not about me. This is Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. You can find this person at CLW. AWP, by the way, if you don't know, Cactus League Wrestling. Yes, we were talking about that, CLW. You can find her at Independent Pro. You can find her in Colorado Springs Wrestling. And, you know, I've seen her go everywhere from Arizona to Texas and back up all through the Midwest. It is crazy. She has her own YouTube channel. You can find her. She's right here in the chair. Give it up for the Gypsy Mac. Hey, guys. How are you today? How's everything going? Doing great. Thank you for coming on the show first. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love doing podcasts, so I'm always looking for new ones to hop on. Hey, well, good. You found the best one. That's <laughs> <laughs> one way to tell everybody. It's like, yeah, I'll let everyone know it's the best one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, like I said, one, thank you for coming on the show, but let's get into these questions. So, one, I want to know, who is Gypsy Mac? So, Gypsy Mac is a witch fortune teller that works with the dark side to get what she wants in this industry and take names and get all the gold that I can because gypsies love their gold. <laughs> it's funny because I may know another witch who sits on the good side and um... she likes to battle too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome though. Like what like inspired that character to be um, manifested? So I've always liked the darker side of things. I've always been into metal music, horror films, witchcraft, spirituality. And, you know, like in my personal life, I do believe in like tarot cards and spirituality and stuff. But then I thought, what it would be so much fun if I was just a dark character and just played up that angle and just, I'm just a total witch. I like it. I like it a lot. That's cool. That's very, very cool. So then, like, all right, so you've made this character, right? And you guys, you, like, developed it and you've got it put together. But how did you find your way into the business? So I've loved wrestling ever since I was a little girl. Uh, I grew up watching it with my brothers, my family, my grandparents before that were huge fans. So I used to be a bigger girl. I lost a lot of weight. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm at this point in my life where I should just go after whatever I want. So I contacted my really good friend who is Gino Told You So. And I was like, hey, can you point me in a direction for me to train? And there was a couple of schools out here where I'm from, which is in New Mexico. And none of them wanted to train me because I was a female. And I had a lot of issues trying to find a school. And finally, I was like, whatever, I'm just I'm going to move to Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm going to go to the FSW school out there. I kind of already had my mindset on it. And then Gino talked to me one day and he was like, you know what? No. He's like, why should you move? He's like, let me see what I can do. And he opened up off the ropes and I started with him about two years ago. FSW. That's what Cody, Cody Cutthroat, right? No, that one's with Sin Bodhi. Oh yeah. 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 Sin. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I, so like, I've been like, like talking to a lot of different wrestlers and I'm from Baltimore. So I'll just like 
kind of be with a transparent part. So I'm still like learning all like indie scenes and like putting things together and seeing the places. So yeah, it's very interesting to see like everybody who shows up and does something and then you like run it and like, and you've probably attested this, like how small the wrestling world is. Cause you're going to know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> knows that person. You're like, wow, you're only like one step away from anybody. Yeah. It's crazy how small like this wrestling world is. Like my first locker room, there was people that I was watching on the Indies already there. And I was like, oh my God, like I wasn't expecting to go into a locker room with like these people already, but here it is. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You uh, you know, like I was looking up your database and stuff and I saw that like you had worked a match uh, with like James Ellsworth. So it was kind of crazy to see. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't expecting to go into a locker room and work with like people that have been on TV. And it's kind of funny. My first debut match was with Amber Nova. And she's now, like, making her debut on AEW, which is just so small of a world. So crazy. That is, that is very crazy. And, yeah, that's, that's awesome, though, because I wouldn't know what to do if I got to work a match with a guy who or a person that was, like, on AEW. That'd be wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> the future. It's pretty crazy. Yes. Like, um, Chris. Yeah, like, Christian Casanova, I worked a show with him. Roland had a match with him, who we were talking about earlier. And now he's, like, signed on NXT. So you never know when it's going to be you. Right. Actually, I just, yeah, I was watching. I saw, because I, Christian, obviously, Christian's, like, well-known in the Northeast. And I saw him, like, on NXT. And I was like, oh, look who's look who's looking really good as a security guard nowadays for uh, yeah. <laughs> KOR. I was like, that's awesome. It's it's cool, though. Like, I, I genuinely, like, I when I see people like I've worked with people that I know, I, I genuinely pop about it. So it's like, you know, whether it's, um, you know, like, like we mentioned, right. James, Amber Nova. Um, I know like I've done interview. We were both just talking about uh, Maddie Rinkowski, you know, like just, it's just crazy to see. And like you said, like you're always one step from that person who worked with another person. You're just like, man, I don't, I don't understand. But Aside from all this crazy stuff about connections, I'm just very, I'm very curious about like, what's been the worst bump you've ever taken? Um, the worst bump I ever took was, it was probably at training, just because we go over so many different things. And it wasn't even a bump, which was sad, like, because all of my bumps haven't been that bad. It was um, snap mirror. I wasn't ready. And my head just got DDT'd into the mat. <laughs> Yeah, so that was probably the worst. Like, bumps haven't been that bad. I haven't had anything too crazy. I could imagine, like, getting DDT'd into the, into the mat, like, unexpectedly. Yeah. <laughs> I was so pissed when I got up. I was just like, dude. And he's like, I called it. And I'm like, yeah, but you called and slipped. But, you know, accidents happen. Oh, yeah. I can tell you, I can share one here. And I know, like, some of our listeners will be like, oh, I remember we were talking about this. Uh, I was learning to take a power slam and my friend was learning to give a power slam. So we were like both really not sure about how this was going to look. And as he caught me, he took me over and I scorpioned into the mat feet over the top. Oh no. <laughs> and everybody was like, are you yeah. okay? <laughs> it was funny though, because everybody was like, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah. I was like, so should I have jumped? And they're like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's do it again. And I just ran, hit the ropes. Like he didn't have no time to like think about like, do you want to do it? I just ran, hit the ropes. He had like, oh God, <laughs> take me over. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Cause that's one of my favorite moves to take. Actually. I don't know why I love taking running power slams. Like they just like feel so 
they felt cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. When we got it, when we got it right, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely worth doing it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was worth scorpion yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I did forget. I did scorpion myself once off the top rope. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. I my practice match was going perfect. Like everyone was so into it. I went to go do my splash, and I completely missed the guy because I pulled him too close to me, mm. and I scorpioned myself from the top rope. Damn. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> That's something a lot of people don't realize is like placement. Like placement matters like a lot. I remember. I remember I was making fun of. Um, so I was watching because it, it was when Daniel Bryan had just came back, right? And uh, Shane McMahon was looking at Cesaro and he kept doing this thing. And I was like, he totally just told him to scoot over so he could hit the shooting star press. And I was like, he just couldn't do it. And then like, I recently just learned a new move and I was like, I'm, and I did almost similar thing. I was like, yeah, I was like, placement matters. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I'm, I forget that I'm small. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to totally need him way over that. No. (laughs) no at all (laughs) that's awesome so tell me aside from like the worst bump like what's been one of the hardest hits you've taken um one of the hardest hits I taken was at my first battle royal I was in I was the only girl which I'm kind of like used to but um one of the guys came up to hit me and I wasn't expecting it and he clocked me right in the nose and I like got my eyes started like getting teary. Luckily, I didn't bleed or anything, but I like couldn't see for a while, so that was kind of like scary. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> I hate yeah. that feeling. That's like the worst because you're like, everybody's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I'm not. I'm not trying to cry. I just <laughs> face." <laughs> you're all, I'm not in so much pain. I'm crying, but I'm just crying. <laughs> yeah. It's a natural reaction. I got this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, are you okay? He's like, are you crying? And I was like, no. There's no crying in wrestling. Yeah. There's no crying. <laughs> I was like, is my nose crooked? I was like so concerned that he broke it. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been, I've been punching the nose a couple times. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm just curious, right? So we can stop talking about the worst thing we've had. Um, <laughs> After the match, I, I know most people won't eat before they go, like, to a show, right? But obviously, they're going to eat afterwards. So, I've got to know, like, give me your favorite post-match snack or your favorite post-match meal. Oh, I'm so fat. I hate answering this. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> All the boys are always like, oh, we got to go take Gypsy to Taco Bell or she's going to freak out. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, then you would love you would love riding with me. I was like, that's my stop. That's my stop. Yeah, everyone's always like, oh, we have to go to Taco Bell. So I'll just start riding with you from now on. Bad. You know what's funny is, um, especially now because I'm gonna put Taco Bell over, but Taco Bell lets you do like the custom five dollar boxes now, and I'm like, what? Let me. I I need that in my life. Like I'm I'm all about this. <laughs> yeah that's my favorite place like I like it's not healthy probably after a show but I'm just like it's what I want I was like listen listen when I was in the military uh that was the option (laughs) I I was like we would leave you leave a bar like three o'clock in the morning what's open Taco Bell I'm we're going right over there yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> and then I do have to give a special shout out to Canes. We don't have one where I live, so whenever there's a Canes around, like we always have to stop there. I've never heard of Canes. Oh my god, it's so good. It's chicken like strips. They're so good. Okay. I love them. Yeah, it's mostly I think in like Arizona and Texas area. We don't have one in New Mexico, which is funny because we're like right in between those two states. I might, you know what? I think I think when I go to Arizona and visit, I might have to I'm gonna have to make a special trip. I'm gonna figure out what. Yeah, this is. You need to go. <laughs> so, aside from that, I'm just very curious. Like, what kind of advice would you give to like up and coming wrestlers? My biggest piece of advice is it's a lifestyle. Like, I wake up, breathe, sleep. like wrestling is my whole life all the time whether it's like oh what new gear can I come up with like what can I come up with for a new promo oh like I need to put out new merchandise it's just always on my mind and a lot of people I think don't realize that no that's great advice actually you know I think that's you know you know what I definitely know because it definitely that was a Gino thing (laughs) (laughs) I definitely heard that I was like I've never heard it before (laughs) course it would be from him because you know he's around me 24 7 pretty much hey if you know what though like we can put him over really quick like he when you need someone to like ask advice from like he's there like he he's when he talks about live, living the the wrestling lifestyle like that's that's Gino and I'm just like I'm very much appreciative that I got to meet him and talk to him and someone who's going to be there like to help mentor me and stuff like that. I'm very appreciative that I found someone like him. So yeah, big ups to him. And like every locker room that we're in, he's always telling the guys like, Hey, if you need anything, let me know. And it's true. Like you can always go to him for anything when it comes to wrestling. Like I'll be texting him at like 10 at night and I'm like, Hey, sorry, but like, I have this idea. Like you can just never bug him. (laughs) It's funny because I think, I think one time on his page, I saw on his YouTube page that um, he had he'd shouted us out. And I was like, oh. And I, I took a screenshot and I sent it to him. But I'm on the East Coast. So it's it's like 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> Eastern <laughs> time. And then I got a response from him like 10 minutes later. I was like, bro, I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, man. Yeah, he's he's always grinding. He really is. He really is always grinding. Wow, look at that. I just switched over to a different camera. That's weird. Hey, like, technology. I know. Two different cameras as well. Um, all right. Well, so aside from like big advice that you would give and obviously being like, you know, the uh, you know, the the lifestyle, give me one do and one don't of the locker room. One do is always shake everyone's hand. Always make sure like you go up and talk to anyone, even if it's like your thousandth time seeing that person, just make sure you go and talk to them because you never know if they're going to be like, oh, Gypsy didn't talk to me today. She might be mad and like create heat in the locker room. Mm. And one, one don't is I'm totally against like drinking and stuff like that in the locker room. It, I think it's just very unprofessional. And I'm not going to want to get in the ring with you if you've been drinking. And I've seen that at a couple of shows, which I think is just like crazy. Yeah. You said drinking at shows. Like that's wild. Like I would never think, would never think about that. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And I don't want to yeah, get in the ring with someone that's like, you smell like, you smell like straight Jack, bro. You got to go. Exactly. Like it's, I've been, you know, not like 
severely injured or severely like hurt but I, there's times where accidents do happen like I said with that whole snap mirror incident like what if someone's drunk and they're in control of your body like that's just so terrifying to me yeah no you're right it's it's insane that to, to think about something like that it's crazy so that's like, that's kind of it for my big hard-hitting questions just very curious though we do have the second best segment. People often ask, what is the first? It's the Red Dogs Power Rankings. But let's get into the second best segment of this podcast. And that is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. Here's how it works. I'm going to ask you 10 questions rapid fast. Um, so whatever first comes to your mind. Okay. You ready to handle it? No, I hope I don't say anything stupid. <laughs> you would be surprised. What has Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put on an imaginary timer. <clears throat> Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Uh, favorite movie? Halloween. I'll bet. Which Halloween? Oh. It's a follow-up question. It's not really a second one. I would just have to say the OG one or the Rob Zombie version. Okay. I, both are correct to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Three things that you would take with you on a deserted island. My iPod. My vape. And probably a camera. Okay. Uh, Favorite animal? Cat. DC or Marvel? Marvel. Favorite star constellation? Libra. Okay. Uh, it's a Friday night. What you doing? Watching SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite podcast? Uh, tr- crime Junkie. Yes, you know what? I, I love that one too. <laughs> oh, you like Crime Junkie? All right, I like you now. I was I was step- skeptical before, but <laughs> it's cool. I I tend to over <laughs> sometime. <laughs> uh, nominate one person you want to see on this show. Bearded lady. Hey. And last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show, favorite curse word. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's right. That's right. So that's it. That's 10 count questions. So the last thing I just need from you is I need you to tell me where our viewers and our listeners can find you. So I do have um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are just going to be my name, which is Gypsy Mac, and Mac is M-A-C. And I also do have a YouTube. That one is Gypsy Mac Wrestler, if you look that up. And I do have a TikTok. I don't really post that much on it, but I have a couple of videos. It's just my name as well. (laughs) Bet. There we go. Um, all right, so that's it. Um, you guys know where to find her. She has all of her stuff out there. And, uh, you know, this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. And as I said, I'm your host with the technical difficulties, Clifford Red Dog Miller. But this isn't about me. This is Now Entering the Ring, and that is Gypsy Mac. So, guys, you know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you just wait. Until this episode ends and wait for the outro and then the next episode will play. Peace. 
What's going on with the Recount Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.